Hi. Hi. Uh, welcome back to Hero From Them. And this is, it has been more than a month, I think, since I've recorded anything. And to be honest, I could have released like two more pre-recorded episodes, but I just didn't think they that they were as good because one of them is about me and Leah talking about compliments and how I cannot accept them in a normal way that makes so much sense <laughs> okay and then the other one is with my brother which like I feel like the sibling topic is pretty cool but like he swears a lot like about as much as like a 65 year old Italian man that's how much he swears so I can't really put that on if I want this to be you know at least somewhat civilized <laughs> Okay. Anyways, uh, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we're going to do a new episode today. And uh, before I tell you what it is, I have a new guest with me. Say hi. Hi, I'm Carlos. I don't know if they can hear you. <laughs> you guys are closer to the microphone. <laughs> hi, I'm Carlos. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be so embarrassed after I said this. Um, but um. That's gone. That that's my boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever said that phrase before in my entire life. Um. Anyways. Uh. So there is this famous list of thirty-six questions published by the New York Times, in which allegedly they're gonna make people fall in love with each other, like two complete strangers, after you ask like thirty-six questions. So I thought it was gonna be fun. Do you believe that asking 36 questions are is going to make people fall in love? No. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you can get a decent amount of like information off of it and you can kind of tell what someone's like. But it doesn't mean you're going to fall in love, especially if they give really bad answers. So true. Anyways, uh, he hasn't seen any of the questions, I don't think. I've seen like the ones that are in the video. Oh, yeah. But those so, are only like, I don't know how many they showed. Okay, so he's seen like probably like a good six, seven questions. Yeah. But I've skimmed through the entire list. <laughs> I have not thought of any answers though. So we're we're on the same starting point. Uh, no, we're not, but we can pretend like we are. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. But, okay, so there's like 36 questions. And if we're going to like talk like actually talk about it this is going to be really really long so maybe that we're gonna have it in two episodes we'll see though okay you ready for the first question i suppose i asked i asked you this yesterday i think yeah okay i'm also how serious should i be for these very very no i'm joking <laughs> either way i'll try to actually okay answer like person. genuinely okay okay first of all uh, first question. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you have as a dinner guest? You said young great yesterday. That, yeah, that was why I was asking you how serious I had to be for this. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's a bad choice. Not saying we be my top choice, though. Um, I want to nerd out on this. I would say Lawrence Krauss, who is a cosmologist who... Ooh. Talk, I don't know. I feel like I hear a lot of stuff about the theories behind 
but not necessarily the theory behind the Big Bang, but like specific models for it. Um, and I think a lot of terms get thrown around about what his work actually focuses on. So it, I think it would be interesting if I could like directly ask him um, what his work is actually saying and also to make myself have an existential crisis. Fun times. I thought about this question and I genuinely don't know how I will answer besides Taylor Swift. I was going to say, is it Taylor Swift? <laughs> yes, I think. Can you? Yeah. Okay, you make fun of me for listening. No, to I didn't. <laughs> when did I? No, I didn't. That's a lie. He says that's a lie. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it will probably be Taylor Swift. Like, if you actually know me in real life, I listen to Taylor Swift like on a on an hourly basis. <laughs> can confirm. Can can you confirm? Not really, but no. You talk about her a lot. You don't actively, uh, you, you've never actively, like, witnessed me listening to Taylor Swift, I think. You put it on a couple times when we were in the lounge. Good point. Yeah. Moving on then. <laughs> okay. Number two, would you like to be famous in what way? I feel like, mm. Okay, this one, I, okay, this one I feel like I've seen somewhere before, but, uh-huh. um, do we take this as only like popularity or does like other perks of famous like into consideration i'm feeling like you're you're trying to define famous right yeah okay because here's the thing it it, i'd have two answers depending on which way you're saying it um just because one if you're famous say you just have like a lot of followers on instagram or something that it is very easy to make a lot of money just by having a lot of followers (laughs) and i don't really feel like that's what they're trying to say with that one because like if I were to have a lot of followers, obviously it'd be super easy to make a lot of money and then I wouldn't have to put a lot of time into doing that, at least mm-hmm. compared to like a normal job. Mm-hmm. So like obviously I would want that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're taking that like out of account, like not thinking business-wise, if you will, uh, no, not at all. Mm. I think it's really cool if I would be able to be like in a really high position, like a CEO of my own company or something like that, and like no one knows who I am whatsoever. Bro. I, I really like that idea. I would not be able to hold it in. I would just, I can't, I probably can't do that. Well, would you want to tell people that? Like, yes. <laughs> like, I don't think I would. Okay. I mean, I can see that. Do I want to be famous? Kind of, yes. I mean, I do have a YouTube channel. Yeah. I do realize that. Because I like sharing things and I like talking a lot for, for no reason at all. I just like have the tendency to overshare a lot. So I guess that's that. Um, and how do I say this? I also like to get validation that what I'm talking about is somewhat important and people would actually listen to me say, talk about things. But like, also how you, how you become famous in, in this like current era is really weird because of the way they measure how famous you are um the way they measure popularity is by you know social media metrics and algorithms but like that does not really prove anything like say you have like i don't know ten thousand likes on a post do people actually like you i don't think so i think they saw that this is a cool photo and they took like 0.1 second to like it and then they scroll and they will never remember who you are again if you don't continue to produce some kind of valuable content 
I mean, I guess, but in a, if you have like a high, like a large amount of followers, there has to be some like there obviously is gonna be people who like just follow you just because like you're known as a famous person and mm-hmm. they don't really bother too much with no. keeping up with you. But even then, I think you can like sort of keep in mind that there's a large proportion of each person's following that like doesn't care. But regardless, if you have more, it's gonna be more people who know you. And as a general, I'd say. Hmm. Yeah, anyways, I would probably want to be slightly famous because uh, I feel like so- one of the questions is asking about the other aspect that I want to talk about right now. So I'm just going to wait until we get to that question. I do want to touch on something you said, though. Like, I, I kind of, I guess I would kind of agree where you said um, you kind of want to see if other people would agree with what you're saying or think that what you say is valuable or something along those lines. Uh-huh. I guess I do kind of have that not need but I guess I kind of would be nice um although I wouldn't I'm not sure if I wouldn't say that'd be famous for that exactly I just think sometimes I think that I have interesting thoughts mm-hmm. but one I'm awful at verbalizing them so that no you're not yeah yeah <laughs> everything I say sounds a lot cooler in my head and maybe it's just because it's not that cool to say out loud but I personally think it is oh my god but okay. I would kind of like to see what if other people had like the similar thoughts because sometimes i feel like we're isolating if that's why we're doing this podcast there. yeah that's also why i'm not comfortable right now oh my gosh no, you really. could have just said no i'm joking partially oh, I, just, I just never have done anything like this before okay moving on okay moving on question number three we're taking our sweet fucking time uh, <laughs> question number three before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're gonna say Mom? yes 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 <laughs> Because I am the biggest introvert on this planet and I cannot call anybody without actually rehearsing it in my brain at least twice what I'm going to say. The only thing is, no matter what, even though I do it and I'd rehearse everything I say, it always ends up backfiring because I try to stick to the script of what I'm saying. But they but I'm don't. Bound- no, 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 no. But I'm bound to stutter or say something wrong and then I get flustered because I try mm. to go back to what I was rehearsing mm. and then I just end up doing it even more and then I just sound like a complete weirdo instead of just going with the flow like I should have. No, like I would have like imaginary conversations in my head and like there's like a good script that I think this is how it's going to work out and then they, the other person does not follow the script and then I get really annoyed not like annoyed just like frustrated because this is like this is not how it's supposed to happen like i'm supposed to be in control of this whole situation and you're not anyways i do those scenarios a lot too in general though not just phone calls (laughs) okay next question um what would constitute a perfect day for you you can go first on this one huh you can go first on this one i hear what you want oh perfect day um there really isn't much to it. I would just, perfect day to me would mean that I feel like I had a great time and I didn't waste any time at all. So like, I know that laying in bed on your phone for like 10 hours is gonna, like you're not physically exhausted, but like my brain is still running wild. So like I would feel very emotionally exhausted from that because um, from all of the what if I could do this right now and then I just don't so a perfect day would probably be like first of all the weather has to be nice <laughs> because if it's raining or it's snowing or the 
godforsaken Minneapolis wind is doing its thing outside, I would not be put in a good mood, first of all. <laughs> and then I don't really care about what I do. It's just that I feel like um, I need to be doing something. Like I have to actively be kind of productive. So like, I would probably say do work in the day and then at night I can watch a show or a movie and then go to bed at like 11. That would sound pretty cool. Oh, and I so also would love to cook because living in the dorm does, does not allow you to do that. Yeah, wait, are we considering what's like a perfect day for us like given our situation right now or just in general? No, just in general. Okay, yeah, because I'm going to be a little more specific on this one, I think. Okay. And like, this is what I'd assume would be like uh, a perfect day probably like a couple of years from now where what i'd get up like fairly early you're so weird (laughs) i don't know like not that early like seven eight ish oh that's that's acceptable not not not, six six, in the morning like i used to be right now but that's for other reasons uh, I go to the gym just so I can feel like I'm being productive with that and not missing that. Hit a quick PR or something. Um, come back and then hopefully with like some friends go on some type of like hiking or trail or something. I really like doing trails and just like going somewhere and just kind of that whole outdoorsy thing. Mm-hmm. In my, if I'd have the time to it. Um, come back, take a nap, hopefully with the sun like coming right in. Because that is so relaxing Good. for me. Leave the windows open. If there's like a slight breeze. Slight breeze coming in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would pass out so quickly. I know. Um, what else after that? Get up. Go eat lunch somewhere. Uh, I, would go out, I would go out for lunch for this. Hmm. And then I guess in my head, I also imagine us coming back to like some places like close to a beach. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't really think I'm that much of a beach person, but. I feel like for some time it's nice. I am more of a beach person than I am a mountain person. See, I'm living in the mountains for a decent portion, so I'm kind of used to that. So <laughs> I'm not used to the beach. I've only been there like probably like twice. Oh well, not to, okay. Well, it depends because twice to like events. Mm-hmm. And there, because I was in California for like a couple days, and then last time I was in Peru, I was at a resort for like a week. I was on the beach. Okay. Those are the only two times though um where's that at? <laughs> oh yeah okay so if i would just stay at the beach for like a while maybe from like midday-ish to late afternoon until i'd eat again mm-hmm. maybe cook something myself or go out again to eat who knows uh then go either way because I, I do like cooking but it sounds like a long day to me honestly already so i'd say go out to eat again mm. and then maybe just hang out with some friends just messing around or just talking at this point I wouldn't want to be doing anything crazy and then probably just ending off with like a movie horror movie and then going to bed horror movie before bed you are a psychopath I like horror movies how do you go to sleep that since I was a kid my cousin used to watch a lot of horror stuff so I kind of I think that might be where like my interest in it started because I think she like played what sinister yeah i watched sinister when i was like six or five okay i may have ran to the back of the table with my other cousin and played plants for the zombies because i kind of got scared but (laughs) i still saw the movie okay i feel like i have something more to add to that 
um now that you've talked about that um perfect day in I feel like in a couple of years I would I don't know I have this vision where I would come back home and I would cook something and then after that I would put the record on light a couple of candles and then I would maybe ha- allow myself to have a little bit of red wine Ooh. I know so classy <laughs> and i in that time I probably wouldn't be turning on any device at all um and I would just I feel like I would probably live in the cities with like a big window and then I can just sit there and watch you know cars drive because I do the weirdest fucking shit <laughs> I like to watch cars drive or like just you know the city at the light what am I talking about <laughs> the city at night mm-hmm. that's that <laughs> Yeah, I think pretty much. Okay, next question. Uh, number five, when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Um, today at like 11 or something hmm. before I went to my lab. Okay, but when it says to someone else, is that like you're saying like seeing someone for them or like you're just singing with them? I feel like both applies. I don't think I've, okay, I've never sung to someone. No, seriously? Wow, no, that's <laughs> when would I ever sing to someone? Except like happy birthday, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that counts though. Hmm? I don't think that counts. I, no, I don't think that counts. Okay, so I'm just gonna say when I sing with someone, uh yesterday. Hmm. Tyler, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Last time I sang to myself, literally right before I came here. <laughs> And then to someone else, I'm gonna say um, the meeting that I had on Wednesday, my band meeting. And then they're like, okay, you know, sing your song now. I was like, oh no, I can't do that. <laughs> Cause like it's in, literally in the health science building. Like we're in a room, we're not in a practice room. I was like, people can hear me. <laughs> Anyways, I did relatively bad at that because I don't like when people are listening to me. But you're in a band and you yes. listening to you um yeah i know it's kind of weird juxtaposition i like it okay. no because uh every time i feel like that i'm just gonna do so terribly that like i just think that and then i actually do and i was like see i proved myself right and i get more more scared to sing in front of other people that sounds like self-sabotaging but like again i did pass my audition so that gave me a little bit of confidence boost for like a, a while until right up until yesterday <laughs> no not yesterday wednesday okay next question um if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life which would you want body okay wait mm. me too <laughs> well no i want but the only thing is just i'm saying that just because like dementia i have like no mental or cognitive disorders are running my family at all so like realistically i don't think there's much obviously there's a decline in your mental capacity as you age but for a lot of people you don't notice it to a terrible extent um as you get again unless you get something like dementia or another thing that deteriorates mm. your mind um so body of a 30 year old definitely but if i did have that would that change my answer? 
I think it would. I think that's really awful if you get that. Not only just to yourself, but I feel like that'd be really hard in my family. Mm. I don't know if I have any family disease or, I mean, I don't think there's any, like, something like dementia that runs in the family. I really don't think so because people are, and I'm pretty sure they're still okay. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, but, like, I feel like living to the age of 90 is already, like, like most people cannot do that. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, from, like, 60, maybe, like, from 70 to 90, 20 years, you're not going to be able to do much if you no. are, like, if you're in the body of a 70 yes. to 90-year-old. That's why I would much prefer to be in the body of a 30-year-old and actually do what I want to. But, again, if, if you were in the position where something like dementia in your family, which can definitely occur a lot earlier than just 70, you're looking with a long time for that. Do you consider the brain as a part of the mind? Because like I consider the brain the mind. Hmm, that's interesting. Because like, I feel like you could bend this some other way. Like you could have the same brain because that would mean that your mind is in the brain. No. <laughs> like you wouldn't have dementia because I don't know. It really depends on if you consider the brain as the part of the body or the mind. I don't really see there's a difference. Fair enough. Okay, moving on. Seven. Oh. Oh, this is the one. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one that we we saw like we've seen like what three videos and then like two. You saw three. I did two because I. Yeah. How to stop myself procrastinating at least somewhat. Mm -hmm. No, Uh, I stopped you from procrastinating. Yeah, it didn't really work. Oh my gosh. I only somewhat got done with my assignment. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, number seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Because we talked about, like, again, if it's not just old age, which realistically I'm assuming is going to happen, I feel like I'm just going to fall some way. Not like, like either fall off a cliff or just like some super mundane fall that just like is a bad situation and I like crack over my skull or something. Just like slip in the bathroom. Oops, you're dead. Yeah, like that <laughs> is that such a weird thing to think about though? Like you can literally just fall and like given a certain way that happens, you just die. Mm-hmm. That is so scary. Also, it's I don't think that is the cracking open the skull part that you need to be worried about. I feel like it's the part where you crack your neck. Crack skull. Okay, yeah, I don't really, I don't really think it's possible to crack your skull that easily. No, in most the, situations, the, the, but yeah, the, the, just in general, I just said, I said crack skull is in like, just yeah. die in general. The cranium is kind of too thick to yeah. be able to crack it, just like randomly. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I have a secret hunch about how I will die? I don't know. I think about car accidents a lot. Really? Which is kind of weird. I mean, not really, because I. Kind of a weird thing for someone who. I've been in two Doesn't car accidents. I know. Oh, okay. That's fair. I was thinking more like for someone who can't drive. Oh, okay. I hate you. Anyways, um, you don't have to be able to drive to be in a car accident. I know, know, but I feel like it'd be more nerve wracking if like thinking about it. Actually, I take that back now. I feel like it'd be more nerve wracking if you're not the one driving because you don't have like you're just at the will of the person driving. Yep. For it to happen. I could be on the sidewalk and people could literally drive on the sidewalk and I, they would hit me and I would die. Yeah. Or I could have somebody else driving and I'm just riding the shotgun and then I will also die if they decide to drive the car off of the cliff. 
I, I would hope that you have decent enough people that you're writing with that aren't going to do that but <laughs> I mean I don't know what if they just like you never know I mean I guess but <laughs> yeah I don't know I think about car accidents a lot um but then also it's it would I feel like it's also not that easy to die from a car accident because I did get hit by a car that did not slow down at all and um i was i was fairly okay <laughs> i kind of what is the probability that you come out of a car accident on faith on unharmed not unharmed i guess i don't know why i said that just alive alive <sighs> i feel that'd be kind of hard to like quantify though because like small crashes could pop like when someone just rear ends you probably can't like, oh yeah oh wait hold up i've been in three car accidents one night you got rear-ended too huh? you got rear-ended too there's one my my grandmother was driving mm. and then apparently she was not you know really paying attention and then so like some guy just ran into the windshield i think do you think were you like really young or no i was like in the backseat and i was like talking with my brother and then and then she just like we just like stopped and then she screamed and i was like what the fuck was that and then there's like a huge crack on the windshield. It was, it was not, it was not fun. Yeah, can't say I've ever had anything. The most I've been in is, I was driving to school and there was like no, there's no ice visible on the ground, and so I was just driving normally. Mm-hmm. And then I'm slowing down. I'm probably going like 10, 10 miles an hour max, and there's like twenty feet between me and the person in front of me. And then I hear my ABS going off and I'm just thinking, there's no way that I hit this guy, right? I went 10 miles an hour. Like I, I have to stop eventually. I did not stop eventually. So <laughs> oh I like, ta- like tapped the guy in front of me. Uh, yeah, I was, I didn't really know what to do because it was such a, it was such a puny, cur- it was such a puny hit too. Like I like barely pushed him forward. Um, weirdly enough, he actually went to my school too. So which is kind of nice because then I could just talk to him after instead of having to like, pull over. He was also in my driver's ed class, which is weird feeling okay. that the last time I saw the guy was when we were learning how to drive. And then the next time I see him, it's when I'm you run into it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's been the only thing I've done so far. Though. Okay. Next question. Oh, God. This is going to take a while. Um, question number eight Name three things that we appeared to have in common foreign mothers a mutual hate for each other and a fear of never of not doing enough true i mean i don't have anything to go against that i mean they're they're all true statements (laughs) do i have to come up with my own yes really yeah okay um we both use sarcasm as a coping mechanism. <laughs> I, I don't know about coping mechanism. I just like to use it. Oh my gosh, shut up. And um, oh my God, I don't know. I can't believe I don't know. I'm the one that wrote an entire list. Fuck. Um, you wrote an entire list? Not about this. Oh. The list that I just sent you. Oh, that one. Yes. I mean, it's not like the same thing as. It's not really the same thing. I can't think of anything on the top of my head. Disappointing. 
Okay, then we're moving on. <laughs> oh, just gonna okay, just gonna one. What? Okay, help me out here. You can help you. I I listed my. Oh my god. Okay. See, it barely took me any time to. Do you just always have that on top of your head? You just like, boom. No, it's just kind of easy to come up with. Personally, you know, not everybody can do it. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. We're both bilingual. I think. Okay. (laughs) And then the last one. I don't know. God, this is so hard. Come back to come back to the last one. I can't. I can't. Maybe you'll. Maybe we will come across a million common questions. Come on, help. What? Help. I don't. We have. I was gonna say we have bad eyesight, but yours (laughs) is awful. I am basically blind. We both wear contacts or glasses. There we go. Moving on. <laughs> Question number nine. For what in your life do you feel more most grateful? Um, probably my parents. I guess specifically my mom. Mm. Or also just the fact that I was fortunate enough to be born into wedlock and throughout growing up. Just because I feel like a lot of people who are in that situation don't realize that it's a huge advantage in most cases mm. it's just uh, it's just one it's just a lot less you have to think about as opposed to people about to go through something like that especially if they're old enough to understand what's going through mm. but then also just the fact that see they've never really been like against anything i've done or wanted to do albeit i guess i've kind of taken the route where most people it's kind of like the stereotypical parent what the parents want for their kid is kind of the route I've always been on as a kid so I guess it's like I guess you could say I've kind of never <laughs> given them anything to complain about mm. um I know my mom has said that before because a lot of times a lot of times at work apparently me and my brother are known as like these angels because she doesn't have wow. anything to complain well, I mean like there are things like don't get me wrong there's definitely been like things that me like me and my brother and my mom have talked about before um but she just said a lot of the things that other kids do she's shocked that they do it because mm. at least for us we've never done anything like that so i guess this kind of goes hand in hand with both of us but in general i know a lot of parents even if their parents do or even if their kids don't give them any reason to lash out at all they don't support them in a lot of things and i guess that's a huge thing that i'm grateful for because it's just made whatever I, doing whatever i want a lot easier and i don't really have any um problems with doing that mm. yeah I feel, mm, so jealous <laughs> me I would probably say that the fact that I speak English fairly well kind of like really? I you rank it that high huh you rank it that high yeah because okay because being able to speak English opens you up to so many opportunities. You like I'm literally right here right now because I know how to speak English. Is that outside of just because that that definitely is a thing in Peru? Well, I think in a lot of Latin American countries, but that's also just because they're coming from places where a lot of people are trying to leave. I didn't know that was something that is in other countries as well. It definitely is. Um uh yeah um hold on i think i'm just 
fortunate enough to have the resources that allows me to speak two languages and that I can have this, you know, tiny advantage to like, I, I want to say that these, the two languages that I speak are the, the two most spoken languages on earth, I think. I, I would think so, considering yes. the population in China. Manners, yeah, by by amount of people who speak it, um, I guess it also depends what whether you're doing it with native tongue or how many people just know it in general. Um, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I'm just, I feel like I don't think about this enough, but like, I just feel really privileged to like, you know, speak two languages and that allows me to study abroad and now we're here. They can't see that. <laughs> okay, next question. Number 10, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I feel like you just talked about this. Uh, yeah, sort of. Um, see, I don't really have any like gripes with how I was raised at all. Um, like obviously those things I couldn't better, but it's just like situational. So I guess it doesn't really count. I guess I kind of wish I was a little closer with my dad. Mm. but that's also that's also just because that's kind of the way he is he's a lot more of like or he's like your standard american american dad is like the best way i can put it where more stern more reserved doesn't really talk about things a whole ton which which i think a lot of people view as being just like shut shut away from their kids i don't really view it that way if i'm being honest i don't think he, it's not like he doesn't uh like have feelings towards me or my brother or care at all just because he doesn't talk or express it as much as my mom does but I think mm. it's just a different way of expressing it kind of how I feel like with brothers you don't talk to each other that way but you can because no. it's just a different way of expressing things but mm. regardless I do think it would be nice if he was a little more open just things like that even though I understand that it's I'm not saying that he isn't expressive it's just, I, it's hard to actually like form a relationship when it's like that. Mm. Open as in like more affectionate, I think. Honestly, affectionate, but just, I guess involved per se. But it's also hard because I think this was just a parenting style. Like some people's parenting style is I'm your parent, I'm not your friend, mm. which I don't like, but I don't really think that's a issue if that's the best way you think it's supposed to be done. Mm -hmm. It just wouldn't be what I would do. So I guess it would be something that would change. Is I wish he, it, I wish the dynamic was more of like same level friend to friend. Like I'm your friend more than it's I'm your parent. Mm. Specifically with my dad, I'm a lot closer with my mom just because she's also just more expressive in general, so it's easier to sort of open up about stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking about this question. I have like a good answer and a I probably should not be putting this on the internet answer. Yeah. Go ahead with whichever one you want. Um I don't really I don't know. <laughs> the way I was raised. I want to say that I hope that somebody would like listen to me and what I have to say more. But like 
that was more when I was younger. When I got a lot older, I feel like I know what I'm talking about. And then my mom would actually listen to me, I think, kind of. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> um, um, where I was raised? I don't know. I feel like I'm going to give a terrible answer. And I wish that I was taught math in a different way so that I won't hate it as much it's a very big thing to put there for how you were raised is putting math on there hmm? putting math on how you were raised that must have had a big effect oh it's traumatic <laughs> I don't know math uh like I want I don't want to say at all because there was a period of time where I actually know what trigonometry was and then I guess not anymore <laughs> okay I don't want this to sound really bad but like if, um, when I don't do well in classes like especially in math and stuff like I've always done well in English obviously because I'm here right now <laughs> um, um, I'm just gonna put it that way and I'm going to say that physical punishment was a thing. Okay, next question. <laughs> Good way to end up. Uh-huh. Good way to end up. All right. Uh, yeah, on that exciting note, next question. Take four minutes and tell your partner your entire life story in as much detail as possible. Let's go. I hate, I hate this question. You can go first. Uh, come, okay. Oh, hold on. Okay. We're going to put a timer on. See, the reason I don't like this question is because I feel like when you're telling life story, like there's like, I feel like there's specific moments that you usually that usually stand out that you tell. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm fairly generic when it comes to that stuff minus my background. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Okay, you go okay. first. Four and minutes. Three, two, one. Go on. Okay, bear with me. I'm a terrible storyteller because I will go on several tangents. Oh no, I do it all the time. <laughs> okay, um, so. I was born in 2004, July 1st. We're going to start there. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I can't really remember anything. I was put in a kindergarten that was really close to um, where I lived. And there, um, how do I say this? They teach English in kindergarten, basically. Like I had foreign English teachers. And then... Um, there is one memory that I don't know if it's my earliest memory. I can't really recall because I'm just really dumb and I don't remember anything <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> um, but it was um, us as like a family on like the dinner table. And then I think I was sick because apparently I was taking medicine. And then like, you know, I'm, I don't wanna say cough syrup, but like something similar. Like it's, it's got this weird artificial flavor and it's like bitter at the same time. And then I like drank that and my dad was like, good job, here's a pudding. <laughs> it's like, I remember that for some reason. I don't know how old I was, but like, I'm pretty sure that was before I was six. Anyways, and then um, my parents got divorced when I was six, I think. I don't exactly know. That was really fucking weird. I don't remember I think I have one memory of it. Where are we? Almost minute, two minutes. Holy minute, shit. Minute 40. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that happened. And then um, I was put in 
a um, I keep saying house, but I went to a um, <laughs> elementary school that was not exactly really close to where I lived, but it was a private school, and it was more like a corporation than a school basically. So they had elementary school all the way to high school, and I was like, um, I did theater for a couple of years in elementary school, and then I got to middle school. That was uneventful and then <laughs> I got to high school and long story short I was like never really popular or like you know good at anything so like I really felt like I was like just a just the average kid <laughs> you know <laughs> okay so a minute and 30 oh my gosh that's um, what I'm saying I feel like it'd be hard to actually go to time with without just like yeah, random details I feel like what if, okay I'm gonna go back I guess to some point because I feel like I never really remember anything from school um, just because, oh yeah, I dated for the first time when I was 15 and that was fucking traumatic. Thank goodness that it lasted less than two months. Yeah, <laughs> that happened. So um, anyway, don't, don't date people in college when you're not in college is the moral of the story. <laughs> Especially don't date when you're 15, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Anyways, and then, how is there still 40 seconds left? Oh my gosh. Okay, and then I graduated high school. <laughs> and then I was here. And then um, I survived the first semester of college. I think I did pretty well. So 20 seconds of a look. Jesus Christ. Okay. And then, um, I don't know. What else am I going to say? And then I met you. Second semester. Yeah. Five uh, seconds. Then now we're dating. <laughs> Done. <Four. laughs> oh my gosh, that was excruciating. Okay. Listening to you, I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm gonna fill up this much time. I'm just gonna try and talk really slow. Okay. Which is bad because I never okay. do that. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three, go. Okay. Um, I was born December thirtieth, two thousand three, mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Uh, my dad is from the U.S., also from Minnesota, and my mom is from Peru. Uh, I have one brother, older by three years. I forgot. You to forgot. Talk about I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> you're pretty siblings. I completely <laughs> forgot to talk about my brother because this is about me. It's not about him. I think my family is fairly important. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, when I, from when I was born to when I was about four or five, uh, we kind of lived half in the U.S., half in Peru. Probably more in the U.S. Uh, if I'm being honest, I don't really remember the exact times we were, like how much time we were in each. Bro, you were like country. Four. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, I'm not gonna remember. This is what I asked my mom for. Um, but then obviously school started, so then. Me and my brother had to actually stay in the U.S. because we can't be going around places for multiple months out of the year. Um, so then, but then we visited every two, three years ish, more or less. Then I went to elementary school in my hometown. Uh, I've never moved in my life ever, so I've been. I just kind of went through the whole process through the elementary, middle, and high school there. Mm-hmm. Fuck, now I had to come up with things that it's specifically. <laughs> You're not okay, even halfway specific- through. I know. I, I'm trying to think of things that I can say about it. Okay. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna go like kind of general. And I'm just gonna like go back and see if, just to fill the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like three noticeable shifts in like, I guess my personality throughout the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, from preschool to like third grade, I was like textbook goody two shoes. <laughs> like the people who are like insufferably a goody two shoes that like stick to the rules entirely and like don't break them at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me. Um. <laughs> But then I'm like, I know my mom talked to me about stuff like that and mostly about how, why I shouldn't be like that. Um, and yeah, well, yeah, like a lot of times, well, mostly just like, don't let people walk over you. I mean, stuff yeah. Like and like, just not caring about other people's opinions, stuff like that in general. And as a kid, uh, I think most people sort of just absorb whatever they're told, mm-hmm. especially from the parents. So then in third, I remember specifically in third grade, I don't know why, I like made a shift, but you know, it's kind of like when people obviously are forcing a certain personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me for like a decent amount of time. Mm. Um, I was just like noticeably trying too hard to not care about stuff. <laughs> obviously, the third grade is kind of, there's really not much to not care about anyways. But <laughs> so I feel like that kind of lasted. It got, it was less forced later on. I think that kind of lasted to like eighth grade, maybe. You're doing really well. Yeah, no, honestly, I could probably close time. (laughs) Then there's probably like another shift in like eighth freshman year Mm -hmm. where I feel like I kind of ditched that whole idea. Where I feel like, I don't know, I think before I was kind of not only embarrassed to care about some of the things that I thought were a little like more niche. Um, But I guess kind of. And I feel like I kind of embraced that after in the next Mm -hmm. two years. Um, And then again in junior year, I feel like a lot of people went through stuff after quarantine. because they had a lot of time to think think to themselves. So I think in junior year of high school or like sophomore going to junior, I also went through something where I just, I don't know, I felt like I became a lot more private per se. I felt, I just felt a lot more comfortable in what I wanted and like who I was exactly. So after that, I didn't really have as many like personal issues with myself as I did before. Um, and then I went to college. I'm going to the U for electrical engineering, <laughs> and then I'm at Liberty. <laughs> okay, done. Yay! Never doing that again. <laughs> I hate telling life stories. You, you told a better story than I did because like they were actually like you know points in them, not just like character arcs. Question <laughs> <laughs> okay. number twelve. God, we're on twelve. We have we are a third of the way. And yeah, and I'm, like gonna, an hour. <laughs> I'm gonna cut it at like eighteen, and then we're gonna next episode. And, yeah. Okay. Okay. Question number twelve: If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Oh, this is the one that's also in the video. Yeah. I, I hate to be basic and say flight, but <laughs> mm, this is anything, so it's also kind of. Mm. Any quality or ability is omnipotence an ability i don't speak english anymore please explain <laughs> it just means you have like like you're all powerful like you can literally do anything oh i think that's what my mom said what I, i'm not comparing you <laughs> oh, oh you're not yeah you're no no i'm not <laughs> okay you're trying to yeah but I feel like it's kind of a cop out because it's basically saying if you had yeah. if you could have one, what would you want? I'd want have I would want to have the ability to do Everything. all of them. Yeah. That's really bad. Um you know what? I would still say flight, honestly. I feel like okay. yeah, I feel like you can't really go wrong with flight. Okay. 
I've, for the longest time, it was either um, for me being able to teleport or oh. telekinesis. I think. I want to kind of like nerd on so like be able to dematerialize because that means you can go really fast if you don't have any mass. You're so <laughs> fucking nerdy. Oh my god. What was that? <laughs> I feel like that would just be able to open up, like, well, if you get, like, dematerialize and, like, transport yourself somewhere else, so it's, I guess it's kind of like teleportation, but. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'm basic. I, um, I feel like, I think I talked about this at work some other day with my colleagues because we were bored, and then, so I think I said something like being yeah. able to control time like stop Ooh. everything else and let me just do this thing and then i can resume time later i don't want to say it i definitely would do that but i'm not going to say that just because i already said mine but that's a good one yeah because like i would think think about it i would never miss a single deadline ever yeah and i could also have my sleep for 17 hours wouldn't that be great and everybody else just have to stop for a bit <laughs> i feel like i just stop it just like sleep I've had that thought so often where I kind of just want to like be able to sleep but then not have any time pass. Yeah, just like, 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 like chill. Uh, what I, I think what I, I based this idea off of, you know, Hermione Granger, Hogwarts, she could like do stuff. Like she could go back and forth and do all the things. Kind of. She could. I it's mean, been a while since I've read Harry Potter. I don't know if that Snape she... had like the little <laughs> okay. watch clock thing. <laughs> yeah, she has a little thing that she can, you know, basically simultaneously do everything at once. And that's what I wanted to do. But like, it's been a while since I've read that series. I do not. That is, I don't remember anything like that. <laughs> Anyways, I've, now that I think about it, I should, I, I'd probably go with being able to control time because that just would be so convenient. Yeah. That would be more beneficial than being able to read anybody's mind. I feel like reading someone's mind is honestly kind of weird. No, I think it's I think it's less useful or impactful than people make it out to be. Yeah, I know. As opposed like, to anything, as opposed to other things that you could have. Because like whatever the fuck is going in my head, like I'm pretty sure seventy percent of that is like useless shit. Yeah, <laughs> or just stuff you don't want to know. Yeah, and like I don't want. Okay, let's say if I was in class doing homework, and then like the person that sat next to me can read minds and then it would just me internally screaming i don't fucking know what i'm doing and like they would be so annoyed i cut that'd be really funny though just like see what everybody's thinking especially like during midterms (laughs) i think that's called cheating some people have the ability then Mm, okay next question (laughs) 13 if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself your life the future or anything else what would you want to know Hmm. Why are you such a deep ass fucking question? Okay, do you want me to go first? <laughs> yes, you can go first. Okay. Um, kind of got this idea from one of the videos that I watched because I think you know that I'm very indifferent towards marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but like I, I feel like it's not really just indifference. It's it's more like I can't really decide. okay um i think my response would be like i wouldn't want to know if i actually ended up getting married in the future really yeah interesting why i don't know i feel like that 
I feel like that wouldn't be that important to me as opposed to a lot of other things. No, but um, other things are also not really important to me. <laughs> Wait, is this just, like, okay, so like even if we know whatever it is, we can't do anything to change it? No, it's oh. not like you traveled in time. You could just, you know. It's see. not like we like see something, we can do something to change. Okay, no. you just get to know it. Yeah. Okay, so no, I definitely don't know how I want to die. That sounds awful. Because <laughs> you would just be, You'd be like, so actively about, avoiding yeah. that all the time. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want that. Um, cheers on myself, though. Because I don't think, uh, yeah, I'd definitely do something with myself. What would it be? Because I don't really want to know anything about my life because if I can't control it, then the I guess, point? yeah, like, one, it's either going to make me depressed that it didn't turn out how I wanted it to. Or it's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> plan, plan worked out. What do you do? What does it mean by the truth? I can tell you the truth about yourself, though. I don't know. It's just like something that you don't know that you do or have or think. Maybe, probably. Am I different? Am I built different I, I need to know the truth. I hate you everybody is built different <laughs> shut the hell up <laughs> final answer okay <laughs> that's so dumb anyways next one um number 14 is there something that you dream of doing for a long time and why have you not done it did you text me this did I I don't know I feel like I've talked about this with you already what there's something you've dreamed of doing for a long time. Why have you done it? I swear, I feel like I've we've talked about. This. Anyways, really? Yeah, because I remember saying something along the lines of, "I, it, I don't." It's kind of a hard question because I feel like if I want something, I, I'm either I've done it or I'm actively working towards it. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Um. I don't think it's specific. Obviously, it wasn't no, this list, it but was, it was something else. It wasn't this question. Uh, what did I say? I forgot, but I do remember the conversation. Yeah. Think, kind of. And you said that you wanted. I think. Oh, yeah, I said something along, like, well, it's not something that I've dreamed of doing, but I guess it's more, like, I think it'd be cool if I could, ha- if I had, like, a large enough following to where I could just be, like, a travel blogger or something like that, where I can make a living just doing stuff where it's just traveling, and that is my job. I think that'd be really, really cool. Like, again, I, I do, I think I'm doing stuff where I can, like, do something similar that's a little more realistic to obtain, too, because the other one kind of puts you at the it, it, it puts you at the expense of just kind of sheer luck mm. for whether you're going to be big enough. Obviously, there's your effort into it, too, but a lot of it is just luck. Now that I think about it, I haven't vlogged in a really long time. I thought you said you wanted to switch over from vlogging to... I did. It's not that I don't want to vlog anymore. It's just that... um. I feel like I'd have so much pressure to, like, try to be interesting because yes, I'm not... <laughs> yes! Like... Not every single week of my life is that interesting for me to film something about. And it would just be me and just doing my own thing. So that's why I kind of stopped vlogging for a bit. But like, if I ever wanted to restart that, I would, I don't want to put it on my channel because they're like different content. So now I'm just really confused. Anyways, that's not what the question was about. <laughs> There's something that you dreamed of doing for a long time. Um, Yes. Uh, I think I've thought about this from like, semester last year um i wanted to open my own little jewelry shop i think really yeah Hmm. like 
I think I've spent my entire life wanting to be an entrepreneur. Like, I don't want to work a nine to five desk job. That would actually drive me insane. Like, if you want to put me in a cubicle for eight hours in a day, I would go crazy. Okay, okay. A nine to five is different than like an office cubicle job, though. Still, I don't want to be sitting in one place for eight hours a day. You can still have a nine to five that doesn't have you sit in one spot. I know, but like conventionally. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. Like just the idea of having to go somewhere at a set time the entire time. Yeah. And so that's not what I wanted to do. Anyways, I thought it would be really cool to have a jewelry shop. Like where you're actually making it or like just you're the owner and you're sort of like overseeing everything? No, no. I was thinking about it. Cause I, I really like designing things. I've done that before where I had, um, I embroidered a lot of stuff, I think. Yeah, I had I had an, an online shop for a little while. You did. Yeah. What you wait? What you sell? Like, just like clothing items, but like with my own embroidery stuff on it. Oh, okay. Like really cool. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Why haven't you done it yet? I simply do not have the time. I'm like, I feel like I'm literally burning myself right now to do everything that I'm doing. Anyways, um, next question. <laughs> Number 15. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? I don't like this question. I don't feel like... I don't think I have anything yeah, very noteworthy. Yeah, like, I don't think I'm in that part of my life yet where I can say, oh, this is honestly something that happened to me. No, not happened to me. It's not something that I've done that's really cool. Yeah, no, I don't... I can't think of, like, any big projects or anything I've done that's, like, super notable. Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say YouTube for now. Not that I'm like, not that I'm like super famous or something. Like it's obviously not the case. But, like the fact that I've done it consistently mm. for like how many months? It was from September. It's March now. Holy shit! Oh my god. Sick. Well, it just turned March. So like five. Yeah, that and like, uh. <laughs> I feel like I've started thought about starting YouTube for like many many years and I've tried uploading a video once and then I just like can't keep up with the upload schedules anyways and now now that I'm doing it so I don't know what exactly one I don't think there's anything like one thing but I guess like the collection of stuff that I'm doing right now, even though like in each one, it's not like I made a noteworthy contribution at all or anything, but I like the idea that I'm uh, sort of like my daily routine is contains things that I think most people would say that you're like on the right track. I guess I can kind of call that an accomplishment. It's where I'm in an engineering program. I put it the gym at least or six days a week and six a.m. Uh, God. And then I'm also in a couple of groups, Solar Vehicle Project, uh, Engineers Without Borders, and IEEE, which is just an electrical engineering thing. It's more just, more just like a networking thing in general, but mm. I guess I am sort of, I guess I can say I'm kind of proud that I can manage all those things at once. See, I can't. <laughs> I... You have, yours, is, yours are just different things, though. You just have, you probably have equal time responsibilities that I do. Yeah, well, I have more mental breakdowns than YouTube, I think. I think I just internalized mine. Oh my god, that's not healthy. I, well, it's not a mental breakdown, it's just... 
I think when you have a culture in engineering where everyone is stressed the entire time, no matter what, when you feel stressed, you just kind of like, it just feels so much more normal. Whether that's like healthy or not, I don't know. Like it, it, it's just, it's just kind of what comes with it. As a psychology major, I got to point out that that's not healthy. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's not, the people know that, but they don't really care too much. Okay, then. Like even my, like even my professor for one of my classes was for an intro class, but he was, he's like a very blunt person. And because it's an intro class, it's not like an actual teaching thing. He'd be a little more honest with stuff. Mm-hmm. He literally said this specifically because he went to Caltech for mm-hmm. his bachelor's and undergrad. I think he went to Stanford, some other place. Oh, no, oh MIT gosh. later on. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, and he literally said, as compared to the other places, the use like academic portion of the thing is hell is what he described Seriously? it as he, wow. because he said well the way he described it is that the difference between places like mit obviously that there's it's more prestigious but that a lot of times like different startup companies and people who like actually end up doing stuff or becoming like business people mm-hmm. from their like from the engineering background they have is because the program allows them to have time to do things on their own like the coursework isn't as time consuming it probably is about as rigorous or if not a little more but they have a lot more time on their hands that would make sense is what he noted so obviously in general i think that's kind of the point is how it's going to be for most engineers but it's just it's just kind of how it is nothing else to really say about it okay next question i got Uh, really off topic on that yeah well that's fine i don't really care that's the point of a podcast um Number 16, what do you value most in a friendship? I don't know if loyalty covers this exactly how I'm trying to say it. Mm. Okay, because with my friends, a lot of times I could not see them for or like not hang out with them for like two, three months. And then if we just hung out, we'd be like completely normal. We'd be exact. Like we'd act like like no time has passed by whatsoever. Okay. I love those type of things. Yeah. Just because I feel like. In order to get to that point, I feel like to be very comfortable enough with them to where mm-hmm. you know them as a person and, I don't know, you, you, you cherish the time that you have with them and you don't require a ton yeah. from them. Um, I'm going to say trust plays a big part into that because I feel like that's kind of like messaging your friend and then like them not um, replying to you for three hours and you're not going to like question like where have they been, I think. <laughs> Because you know that they're going to reply to you eventually and they just don't have time right now. Mm. That's the kind of, you know, that I want. Um, Just like you trust them enough to know that they're not actively ignoring you is my point. (laughs) No, I definitely know my friends are ignoring me just a bit, but I kind of ignore them sometimes too. Oh, wow. It's a mutual thing. Okay. Yeah, if I really was not in the mood i could ignore people up to like 17 hours or something like that mm. or respect because mm, respect is kind of a fine line because like most of the time whenever whenever acts you're respectful to each other but there's like obviously in a joking way but because none of us would ever cross like a certain line mm. like there's that's never happened to me before so i guess it's i guess i've never really put too much importance because i feel like it kind of is uh, assumed that you're gonna be able to have that mm-hmm um, but yeah, if if people cross that line, I feel like it definitely should be known. 
because I would not be able to have that if they do cross that line. Mm. It would just be dropped right away. Okay, next question. 17. Okay, we're all halfway through. What is your most treasured memory? I definitely feel like I can come up with one. Um... It's weird that I feel like this is more most treasured. I feel like it's mostly just, I guess it could be a whole nostalgia factor, but I just think that this is like a really happy moment, even though I was only like four or five. Because mm-hmm. for, for me, I just remember very specific things about like random situations for some reason. And this is one of them. <laughs> um, I was, was like four or five and it was, we were in Peru and then it was my family. Um, I think we like went out to eat pizza or something and then I was really tired and I ended up falling asleep and then what was it called? Kanye and Mariah Carey not Mariah Carey why can't I think of the song? Anyways it was a song that I can't remember right now but it's very (laughs) I don't know why I can't remember it It was playing in the background and I know that's very specifically for some reason Um, and then we went back to my uncle's apartment and then I played Twister with my cousins and then I think we watched a movie or something. I fell asleep. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember a single time where I've ever been like so calm or peaceful, except for that one. For some reason, that I remember that when I was like four, five. It's been fifteen years. Fourteen. But you've never felt at peace like at that level for like fourteen years. Not as well. Not that. I'm, not that I've never have. It's just that that was like again. There's also like probably a nostalgia factor to it, where I was thinking like, oh, some other times when I was four or five. Yeah, that would do it. Um, I think let's think. Definitely the that earliest memory that I said that I was taking medicine and it was really bitter and like I was very young. I was like not having it and my dad was like, "Here's a pudding, okay." Like, there's definitely that part where it just feels like you know it's good to have your entire family together, and then, but like, I feel like saying that does not do my mom justice because it's like anyways <laughs> uh so yeah my entire life I'm trying to balance between my parents anyways I'm gonna say another memory that I have that I actually includes my mom um it's probably when whenever that I am doing schoolwork in my room like upstairs and then she would be cooking in the kitchen and then at one point, she would say, like, the food is ready and I can come down and eat. So, so you're not just like a one time thing, but just that I have a whole idea. Yeah. Because I really like that idea where you're just doing your own thing and somebody's like caring for you. Okay. Anyways, from that good part, we're going to move on to the question 18. Okay, this is like the last question of this part. And it's so terrible compared to the last one. It's called, what is your most terrible memory? I really can't think of, well, I, mean, I can think of some, but that's just because they're those kind of things. Um, you can choose a less terrible one. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of mon- it's just kind of mundane, I guess. It's not like super personal. Um, I guess kind of when I found out that my cousin died because she had leukemia, I probably 
this back. That's okay. My most terrible memory is somewhat like that. Um, yeah, so it was summer vacation. I was at my dad's house. I feel like I said this before. And like one of those late night app post movie night conversations. Maybe, but I don't recall right now. Okay. So it was summer vacation. I was visiting my dad. And then, you know. Oh, wait, I remember. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to see him like once or twice each year. And then my mom called, like, we were all sitting around watching TV. It was a good time. And then my mom called, and then she was like, your grandmother is dead. I mean, she didn't say it like that. She just said she, she, she was gone. And I was like, what do you mean gone? Like, I was, like, still trying to wrap my head around it. I was like, did she leave to be somewhere? <laughs> and then she was like, no, like, gone, gone. I was like, oh, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't even remember how old I was, probably 11 or 12. I was, I have not yet graduated elementary school at that point. And then I was like, huh? <laughs> and then I was like really confused. But then like, you know, obviously reality has to set in at some point. And then, so I just, I can't remember anything. Just like, I, I remember I was like bawling my eyes out in the shower. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Because um, me and my grandma were, were really close. My mom was always busy, and then she would take care of me. Um, and then I have, like, specific memories where I would... Because um, her house and, like, my house is, like, right next to each other. So, like, after school, I would go to her house. I mean, she would pick me up. I can't walk home for school by myself. <laughs> Anyways, she would pick me up, and then I can, I can tell about what just by standing by the door, I can, like, just know what we're eating today, because I can smell it. <laughs> it's like, I would tell my mom, I was like, this, this is what we're eating today, and I walk, and I would walk in, and I was like, see, I told you. <laughs> yeah, that was a great time, and then, uh, uh, right up until that phone call, so, not gonna elaborate, anyways, I'm guessing that we're gonna call it, um, the first episode from now on i'm not gonna stop recording because that would be stupid <laughs> anyways that's for the first episode of 36 questions to make strangers fall in love with each other i think <laughs> okay <laughs> bye i'll see you next week not see you um mm, anyways <laughs> <laughs> all right